It's Tuesday night, another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm your host, Michael Clark Griswold, with my trusty co-host, The Mouth, Brian Hustlinger. What's up? And tonight, we have a special guest for you, the Hall of Fame PA Posse sprint car driver, Lance DeWeese. Welcome to the show, Lance. Well, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, let's get down to the brass tacks, and uh, what's your plans for this year? Well, our schedule will be relatively the same as what I've been racing with the 69K. Somewhere around 40 races we have scheduled for the year. Um, we have some little bit bigger shows on that we might we are tentatively plan on going race, like the Eldora Million. So um, there's a little bit more traveling this year than last couple, but um, relatively the same schedule. Uh, maybe Knoxville Nationals too, or no? And that's kind of up in the air right now. It's just it's just really tough with our team, yeah. with everybody that's involved. It's just hard to go. And um, you know, a lot of people don't really understand. Um, it costs a lot of money to go to these places. You know. Oh rest. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, you you could figure roughly, easily. You know, it's almost five thousand dollars just in hotels and traveling Woo! to get to one of these places because you're there for a week basically. Yeah. Know? Right. So wow. by the time you know the crew members and all that stuff, you know, that's what I mean. So, you know, people, you know, like make comments and complain about teams and stuff, but you know, sometimes it's just not smart you to do certain things. It's true. No, it comes down to money. You know, does it doesn't make sense for you to spend that kind of money. And if it doesn't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's just it's just tough. You know, for the age that everybody's involved in this team, it's it's really tough. Yeah. And they're all full. They all have jobs or retired. You know, Davey's sure. retired, but you know, Don, Donald with the speed shop business and the other guys that work on the car. You know, I mean, it's just it's just tough sometimes. Yeah, and I'm sure those uh, hotels when they know there's a big race in town, I'm sure they probably jack their rates up oh, too. Yeah. So that doesn't help. Well, they're no different than anywhere else. Yes, you know, I mean, right. They're, you're they're booked, you know, ahead of yeah. time, well ahead of time. So, oh, I'm sure. So how did this all transpire, you racing for Donnie Kreitz? How'd that all go down? It was just a, I kind of was on the verge of retiring. Um, when I just finished with, with one team, they were getting out of it. And really there was nothing that kind of excited me to go after. And mm-hmm. somebody told me Donald was hunting drivers and, I really didn't know what he was thinking about doing, you know, if he was, you know, hunting a young guy to put in his car or what he was doing. And I kind of him hauled around about for a day or so. And then I called him and basically five minutes we had the deal done. So, um, oh, nice. it's actually been a, a match really made um, perfect for me and him and everybody involved. You guys thought like, since you went on board, you guys done have won a lot of, a lot of big races together too, so far. Yeah, we've been pretty successful together. You know, we're we average roughly um, winning one third of our races, roughly range twenty five to um, thirty percent range each year. We we win. Um, yeah, we're we're kind of, we gear towards all the big stuff, and we're fortunate enough to be fast enough at times to to win them. So um, some of that you know is how we race benefits us for that type of stuff. But you know if you're a younger guy and all without a lot of experience, 
you couldn't race that way because you, you would need your experience. But where we're all at in our careers, it, it's it's actually a, it works really perfect for all of us. So um, I guess you won't call anywhere home this week for any kind of weekly racing, right? You're just going to kind of bounce around here and there, wherever makes sense money-wise? Yeah. Well, yeah, we, you know, we'll start um, tentatively. We're going to run next Friday at the Grove. Um, we'll, we'll, we added some shut races already because with um, the new tires, and I haven't raced yet much this year. So we added some local races early here. To get used to the tires and see where mm-hmm. we're at with that stuff, but you know, we just we kind of our schedule pretty flexible as far as between me and Donald and all. I mean, we we could you know on a Friday decide to race that Saturday and then you know or not. You know what I mean, so we're we're pretty easily flexible with everything, and you know, we just we we do not wear ourselves out. We try not to, and we try to be prepared for all the big shows. Now, when you and Donnie race against each other. Were you guys rivals, friendly, or neither? Neither. I mean, we were friendly, but I mean, we we didn't talk a whole lot. Donald Donald's pretty um laid back. We kind of both well, we're kind of both the same way. We both kind of stayed with our cars. We didn't go down through the pits, talk to people a whole lot. Um, you know, he always was a hands-on um driver, mechanic slash mm. type person, kind of like me most of the time. Um. So we, yeah, we, it was friendly, you know, like, like anything else. At times we had our run-ins on the racetrack, but we all do that. But mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it's always kind of been a friendly, you know, rivalry. Who's been your biggest rival on the track throughout your career? Well, I mean, Fred Raymer would have been my yep. biggest rival. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, we basically start, he started a little bit before me, but, you know, my whole career I raced against him more or less. So, you know, it's, yeah, I always tell everybody the, the the most impressive thing to me about Williams Grove's win list is the top two guys did it against each other. Right. Yeah. You mean we raced against each other until the last couple of years. We raced against each other, me and Fred and Donald and you know, the the guys that are on top of that list, we all raced against each other. Normally you don't have that happen. Yeah, you know, if you look at Lincoln's um all time win list, you have Fred owns that place well the guy before that was smith senior you know they really yeah. didn't race much together right um knoxville you know i mean lasossi owns that place now brian brown's climbed up ladder but they really never raced a whole lot together against each right. other you right mean? so it, it's just kind of weird to be it's kind of neat in a way because you know we did that you know our hundred and whatever 80 some wins i'm not sure what our total between us two is Basically, that was against each other every night at the Grove, and with which, all the other tough competition. So, which means the other guys weren't winning a whole lot of since you guys are winning all the races, huh? Well, they're still, but I mean, <laughs> you throw Harden and you throw Greg into the mix and Donald into the mix, yeah. you add up all those wins. That's a lot of wins with four guys that race against those four guys. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that just kind of means you know, if one wasn't winning, the other one was winning, right. I mean that's four fantastic drivers right there by your by themselves. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's kind of amazing when you look at that list and just you know how the guys on top did it against each other. Have you raced against Billy Powell Senior in sprint cars a lot? Yeah. No, some, not a lot. Some. Um, he was, you know, he raced the Zemco car some. 
Yep. When I was, you know, I was still racing a lot. Um, you know, he, he raced on and off sprint cars. He, he never really raced a lot in a sprint car. You know, the, probably the Zemco car was the most he ran Zemco car that one year or two, maybe. Um, mm. But, you know, his, his record and everything is pretty stout. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, there was is. nothing he could drive. I mean, it, it's just, you know, you know, it's amazing to me, you know, when you look at the Northeast racing, and when I say that, I mean every type. Okay. Of you know, you take Billy Pouch's records Jeez. and what he could win, and Brett Hearn. Yep. Um, Matt Shepard. Now, I mean, it's just amazing yeah. how tough it's, yeah. and how good you know racers are on the Northeast. Yeah, and it just you know, you know, Billy, you know, he won in a truck race. He, you know, I mean, he, you know, he was just unbelievable in a car. I would pick our guys, like like you said, on the whole of every class in the Northeast, probably the best in the country, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I would I would say overall. Now, the flip side of that is we also have the most racing. That's true too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot sprint of car wise, we are we are sprint car capital of the world when it comes to racing. Right. We race yeah, so much yeah. more than any other area in the country, and it shows to a certain extent. You know when the outlaws come in, but you know we can run, you know eight times a year and not leave your house. You know what I mean? That's that, that's here. true. So, <laughs> and the modified scene's the same way, and late mall scene you know, is pretty good in this area. Yeah, Western Pennsylvania and uh, down in Delaware and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> now, do you follow outside of sprint car racing? Do you follow any of the other stuff, the modifieds or late malls or anything like that on flow or anything like that? Well, I always watch whenever I can. You know, I watch the late ball race. Um, you know, every once in a while. Um, you know, whatever. You know, if I'm looking to something to watch, you know, I'll, I'll watch something. Yeah, that's a great thing. And nowadays, you know, with the Dirt Vision flow and the other um online um broadcasting, I mean, you can watch a lot of stuff. You know, my yeah. son started racing last year, six hundred micro. So, you know, it's nothing for me to turn on a micro race right now to watch it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's just. It's pretty neat. I, you know, a lot of, you know, there's, I shouldn't say a lot, you know, there's certain amount of racetracks believe this, the online stuff hurts them, but I, I think in the big picture, it helps all involved. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with yeah, that. We were just talking about that last week with Alyssa and, but I think that maybe they should um, black out the, the local. Are, yeah. If you're a certain while. Like, yeah certain mile within the track it should be blacked out for you to maybe try to get you to go to the track obviously you know obviously there's people out there that have health issues and stuff like that they can't make it but i think for the most see, part, i don't i don't see i personally don't think that that just turns people off you think so you okay. can see the, yeah. i see the flip side where he's going with this yeah. you mean like i mean i give example okay i do not go to the races unless i'm racing sprint cars Okay. You know, I don't go to Lincoln or, or or Port or the Grove if I'm not racing. Okay. But me watching it, I'll turn on and watch it. Okay. Right. They benefit from that to a certain extent. If I can't watch it, that don't mean I'm going. I'm still not going to go. That's true. And I think now the the downside to it still is. And it'll be interesting when the tracks, their next contracts come up, 
you know, with the mm. subscription-based stuff on how they handle that and how they rework the deals and, you know, and try to, you know, improve the end for the track or whatever, you know what I mean? But I, I think in the big picture, the the online stuff has brought more recognition to Saturday and Friday night racing. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I don't, I don't see... I can tell you the most detrimental thing to racing and it's all racing, but well, yes and no, that too. I mean, that's, (laughs) that don't, that don't bug me that, um, but racetracks not running on efficient shelves. That's how you turn people Uh, off. Yes. That's how you turn people away. Absolutely. I mean, and you know, I despise going to certain racetracks. Because I know, no matter what the weather's like, if it's a nice day out, the show don't get ran off by a good, good clip. But <clears> nowadays, <throat> you people don't have the attention span, and you need to get them in and get them out. And guess what? If you get them in, get them out. Guess what? They'll come back again. Yeah. You get yeah. them in and you keep them for five hours, six hours. Guess what? They might not come back. You know I mean, yeah, yeah, and, no, I, and I get that. That's, I mean, that's in all on your know, all sports. You know, you know, baseball is not thriving because it's a long game to watch. It is. You know oh I mean? yeah, it is. You know I mean, and it's just all all sports in general have that same issue right now. And I just think the more efficient you can run the shows, and and most fans are pretty smart. They understand if a show ran late because you have to have a bunch of wrecks one night or, mm-hmm. you know, weather or whatever. But when you consistently are slow at running shows, but those same type racetracks, if the weather's in the area, they can run a show off in a heartbeat. Right. That's yep. what really makes you mad as a racer. Because as a racer, I don't want to be midnight leaving the racetrack either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You mean? Yeah, you know, I mean, because most, you know, not me personally anymore, because we don't race a lot back-to-back nights. But you take guys like Danny Dietrich and Anthony Mark, I mean, Anthony Macri and Brent Marks and them guys. You know, if it's a late night getting out of the Grove, well, they have to go car wash yet. They have to get ready for Saturday night yet. Right. You know, what people don't understand, it just don't stop once the race is over. So, no, you know, the tracks no, don't yeah, understand that. So yeah. then you turn then you turn off racers from going to – you know, want to support certain racetracks, but, you know, I think all, you know, I think the outlaws do a very good job at running a efficient show everywhere they go. They've gotten yeah. so good at doing that. I think they do a very good job at it. You know, at times they still have their issues, but I mean, everybody has their issues, but mm-hmm. I think all in all, their shows are the most efficient ran shows now than anybody else around. Yeah, I'm pretty spoiled because I, I go. I'm a Bridgeport regular, and and Doug runs a pretty tight ship over there. I mean, there's nights, there's nights we're leaving the track at nine nine thirty to go home. So, for the most part, and, they mean, run. He runs a pretty good, pretty good show over there. Yeah, and guess what? You don't mind going back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people no. don't mind going back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I I just think you have to do that everywhere. I think like Doug does a great job at, at on the action track on Wednesday nights. 
speaking speaking of Bridgeport, are you going to the invasion of the posse this weekend? Right. No, no, I'm not no. racing. My no, next race is yeah, my next race is April seventh. Okay. At Williams Grove okay. is my next ten race. Never been to the Grove. I was there once and his car owner won. <laughs> <laughs> that was that a long time. A yeah, yeah, 31 years. 32, going on 32 years. Oh, you wow. like the Grove. That's a long time. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Lance. I just stayed to myself, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> well, now I've been racing 35, 36, 37 now. Okay. So, sprint cars. So, right, so I'm, I'm old too. Yeah, I'm catching up to you. <laughs> yeah. You should go, Mike. It's, it's a great experience. It's only like an hour and a half ride. Dude, they hammer on that track. They're fast. You'll like it. I think you'll like it. What do you think, Lance? Well, it's it's weird because lap times it's slow for a half mile. But it's because it's so long straightaways, such mm-hmm. tight corners, it's a whole different deal. Right. So, um, yeah, we're definitely moving at the end of the straightways because they're just so long. What's your uh, What's your favorite track to race on? Williams Grove. In general, in general, right now, Port Royal is one of my favorites, just because they what I've been around Port so long, I've seen where they came from when they were about under and done for to where they're at now, which is pretty unbelievably um, to me still. But yeah. I think their racing surface is the best racing surface we have in Central PA, night in, night out. Right. Um, Williams Grove surface. Um, racing is not as good as it used to be. Um, I still think it's the toughest racetrack to win at. Um, I just think it's a very hard racetrack to run. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, right now I would say if I if I have a favorite, it would be Port Roll, but I, I really never had favorites to say. What year did Williams Grove actually start having car racing? I'm not that old. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't say you bought the first car ever there, but <laughs> um, I I have no made forties. Maybe I, I can't did, get. Didn't they just separate? Well, wait a minute. Uh, didn't they just celebrate their seventy fifth? Seventy fifth. So that, they, yeah, that would put it nineteen forty eight. Forty eight. Forty seven. Didn't the Grove just celebrate their seventy fifth? Oh, man. A year or so. As we're all going on to Google.com right now. (laughs) I'm not, but I could, I probably could do it a little easier. I asked my wife because we do the flags for, we do the flags for Victor Lane. Okay. And um, she might remember. Did the Grove just celebrate their 750? We did flags for. She says it's been a long time ago. So it's more than 75. <laughs> okay, okay, a very long time ago before all of us were yeah. even thought of. All right. Yeah. Okay. I know they've been racing a long, long time. Well, we'll just say 80 years. We'll just throw a number out there. We're probably pretty close, right. though. So going, going back to the Grove, um, what was what was your thoughts? What was going through your head the the race where your wing was coming off the car and you were still able to pull off the win? Well, um, when it first happened, I'm like first thing I slowed up because I thought it was going to come off. Then I kind of seen well, it looked like it might stay on. I really didn't know what happened to it. I mean, I really didn't know truly what happened. You know, what I mean, I wasn't sure what broke or whatever. And 
so I was still leading him like, we're going to hang on to this thing and ride her until she decides to break off. And, you know, we were fortunate enough. It was only four or five laps ago, whatever it was. And I made the car, you know, I have to give credit to a lot of guys because, you know, Dietrich or Hodnett could use me up pretty easily a couple times when um, I kind of was, I didn't, I was blocking them, but I never used them up. You mean, they right. kind of knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of knew what I was going to do, but they, they really had no answer to, to, to anything about it. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, you know, they never got alongside me. I mean, if they would ever got alongside me, they just, you know, drove right by me, but we were fortunate enough. Yeah. You know, we still kind of had some speed in the car because it had a lot of drive with what happened to the wing, but it just didn't corner very well. That's still amazing. <laughs> did you did you have a little more swagger when you got out one? And like, yeah, that's right. I'm Lance Deweese. Bitches, check that out. No, man. no. no it, it, yeah, what was funny was, um, you know, me and Danny and Greg were there in Victor Lane just, like, just laughing and joking about it and having a good old time. It was just, <laughs> it was probably, it's just a neat race because it was just something out of you know, and you just enjoyed the moment. You know I mean, it was just, oh, you know. Okay, I can't you. For your next trick, we'll yeah. walk on water, you know. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great. I mean, that's, it was it was amazing. I'm like, I'm watching it like a replay on YouTube. I was like, you got to see this. And all my buddies like, yo, check out this, what Deweese did the other night. And I looked, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> that that was just amazing. Yeah, you know, we were fortunate enough that, you know, it held together and, you know, it could have got right. real ugly if it decided yeah. to go off. So, oh, you know, yeah. we were fortunate enough, you know, I probably went a half lap watching the wing to make sure it looked like it was going to stay where it went to. And um, it did. So then I just kind of guessed it the best I could. You know, the biggest problem was it just wouldn't go down the straightway. It's very, you know, straight line. It was very <laughs> a handful of drives. So I can tell you I was worn out. Oh, I bet. Oh, I, I Yeah. <laughs> That's still amazing. That's crazy. So outside of, you know, wing 410 sprint car, um, what else have you driven in your career? Uh, I've driven a, a midget twice or three times, something like that, um, at the Grove. And I've driven a late mall once last year. Um, and yeah, I raced 270 micros where I first started racing. Long, okay. long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> And where did where'd you race where'd you race those at? It? Uh, a place called Banana Speedway up in Lewistown, above Port okay. Roll. Okay. Up there, a ways from me. And Ooh. yeah, and I raced at Linda's at that time, some too. Okay. Uh, what's the other uh, micro sprint track there in PA? Uh, Lanco. Well, Lanco, Lanco's. I only yeah, raced Lanco. there once when I. I only raced there once when I was racing. Um, we kind of mainly raced Linda's and. Um, banana. Uh, Path Valley was that, was that a micro sprint track too? That's a small. Yeah, track. that's out there, isn't that's it? That's Core Mountain. Actually, it's a it's a good size for a micro, really. Um, okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I raced there some. Quite a few tracks around. Actually, there's a lot of tracks. A lot of tracks around here. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> now there's a lot around. Do you have a least favorite track? You don't have to tell us. Just do you have one? Like a track that you despise going to, like no, we're not racing there. You're like, yeah, I just no, 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 not really. Okay. I mean, even the tracks I don't care for particularly. Let's say most of the places I don't care for is not got to do with the racetrack itself. Okay. 
it's right. how the track is ran. Okay, I gotcha. So, um, I'm not, yeah, I don't have none that I despise going to. Okay. Um, I'm pretty laid back. I'm pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, every tracks have their problems, you know, yeah. certain nights and, you know, you know, I, one of my favorite tracks I enjoyed going to was Grandview. And everybody okay. thinks me as a big track guy, but I've always loved Grace and Grandview. Um, um, that's, there's a reason I'm tied for the all-time win list there. Um, yeah, get, get around, so. get around there pretty good. Because you get around there good. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, what is it about that track that you like going to a lot? Just fits you. I what well, it used to be. I don't think it's as well. I should say in general, nothing's as racy as it used to be because cars are gotten so equal. Yeah. But I for a sprint car, they heard it when they um built the guardrails on the inside. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay, for a sprint yeah. car, you know I me. Mean? Because before they just had those small tires on the well, they had the small tires on the exit um two, uh-huh. and you could get down there and straddle them, and get sneak underneath people and pass. And it's just it was an intense racing. And you know when we used to run those forty lappers, their lap cars were such a handful. Oh, I bet. Yeah, you, know, you were in them all time. You were in them a lot, and it's just, it was just good fun racing. I always enjoyed it there. Now, when you get into lap traffic, how how do you maneuver it? Like, what what is your thought? I, I know things are happening incredibly fast. Like, I got to stay outside. I'm going to go in. What what are you what are you thinking when you well, have most time? time to think? you, well, most time you you are most experienced drivers or good drivers. We are planning a lap ahead of time or two laps ahead of time how we're handling that lap car okay. if we can. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to catch them at the wrong part of the racetrack, um, which means run up on them in the middle of the corner. Right. You mean, so you try to time it, you know, even though you're leading, you're trying to time it that you catch them. Most time you want to catch them as you're coming off the corner so you can go by them the next corner. Yep. Um, Okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be going in the corner and all of a sudden run up on them because they just kill your momentum. Right. And then that's when the guys behind you get closer. So, but same old story, the guy in second always has an advantage. Yep. Over the guy in first, because he can see what both of them are doing. You know what I mean? So, and, but and yeah, you just that. try, you, 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 most very good racers are playing that head as soon as you start seeing one way out there. You're, you're seeing where they're running. You're, you're trying to time it all that you catch them at the right spot on the racetrack and not get held up by them. And then the biggest thing is, like, when you're a young racer to when you're experienced is lots of times you watch a guy catch lap cars and slow down to their pace yeah. on the racetrack. And you see it in all all forms of racing. Right. And, it's, and it's very hard. Like, I'm telling you, it's very hard not to do that because you start watching them instead of just worrying about driving your race. Right. Yeah. You know I mean? uh-huh. And and as long as you can keep driving your race and watch them and get everything in position, you'll be fine. But when you are watching them and you start slowing your pace down because you're watching them, and then now all of a sudden you can't pass them because you actually slowed your pace down to them. The guy so, in the seconds licking his chops. Just a, yeah. He's, yep, yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just one of those deals. Um. You know it's. 
you know, all the, all the good racers just, you know, try to stay aggressive, getting through lap cars. And even with that, you, you still get messed up or held up by them. Yeah. Now the, uh, the, the lap flag, the, the blue flag with the yellow stripe, what exactly does that flag mean? Because I've heard a thousand different stories. It means hold your line. It means move over. The Every, leaders are coming. Everything we ever raced that I've raced, which is mainly sprint cars, what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, is that's just to let them know the leaders are coming and for okay. them to just kind of hold their line. Okay. The last thing I want as a leader of a race is I want a guy that was running top that all of a sudden moves to the bottom right as I'm getting ready to go by him. Right. Yeah. You know I mean? Okay. Yeah. We, it's just a warning, basically. Okay. Now, all I right. know some, I don't know other forms mm-hmm. of racing, other divisions, but yeah, I've heard of people saying they want the lap cars moved down. Well, most really good racers, they don't want the lap cars to do anything. They want them to stay right where they were at. Right. Because You'll that's what we're planning them. on. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're planning on is where they're running. You know <laughs> yeah. I mean? Not all of a sudden you show them the flag and they move down in front of you. You know what I mean? Or move up or whatever. Now, you know, most people, I'm going to say 90% of people that you lap, when you show them a nose, they know it's a leader or not. You know, and they don't race you hard. They let right. you go. Um, but there is some guys that race you hard. When they're, a lap, when they're a lap car. And most of the time, those guys get used up a little harder next time. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. I guess, yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've, I've definitely seen that happen in, uh, in the modifieds. Rocky Warner did it. The guy just kept trying to race. He's like, all right, here, and he punted him. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that, you know, if you want to lose all respect to, to a racer, is you be yeah. a lap car and mess up and intentionally mess up a leader. Yeah, not that's... not unattended, but intentionally, you know, like I, I've seen guys already and I've been in this position too, where a lap of leaders lapped me and I could have physically passed him right back. But I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Because I don't want that to happen to me. You know what I mean, you, you kind of are respectful to people. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, you know, I've seen that, you know, this year already something where guys were lap cars, leaders lapped them. And they just drive right back by them, and now the leader's working them over hard again. You know, right. it's, just, it's just kind of, you know, I mean, it's not, you're not going to go nowhere. You know I mean, <laughs> realistically, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just, it's just, it's for most time, it's pretty respectful by most people. That's good. Oh, that's yeah, but he's right, though. You get Yeah, you get those 10% who want to play, like, hero or something. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, you got to be careful that you do that, too, because. Yeah, not everyone's going to play nice back. Yeah, nobody's. Yeah, not everybody's. <laughs> especially if you got a lot. Especially if it's a big race with a lot of money on the line. Like a 50 grand yeah. to win or something. You know, like, yo, <laughs> nah. But most time when you have those type races, the field is so much better that the guys that are getting lapped, right? They're 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 very good racers to start with. They're just having bad nights, and they're yeah, not going. I'll give you nobody. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just they're they're, they're waiting there for the night to get over most time. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, basically sitting there riding it out. Yeah. So what's the what's your the biggest win you have in your career? Well, that's tough because. <laughs> 
they all mean a lot. Um, mm-hmm. All my Grove Nationals mean a lot. All my Tuscarora Fifties mean a lot. Um, you know, certain ones stand out a little bit more than others. Like you know, the Grove National one on, in the year that Greg passed away, that meant a lot. Yeah. Right. For a different reason, you mean? Yeah. Um, Sentimental. Yeah. Just, I mean, there's, you know, my Grove National one with um, Al Hamilton. We started back in 13th and won it. Um, so that meant, yeah, that one is special. My first one's very special. <laughs> I mean, so right, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Tough because you know I enjoy them all, especially now. Like I mean, last year's I really enjoyed because I don't know. I mean, quite honestly, I don't know if I ever get to win another one. You know what I mean? I just don't know. You know, I I'm I'm smart enough to realize at my age, I only have so many opportunities, and how we race. You know, we only have so many opportunities to get this right and. Yeah, you know, we try to put put ourselves in the right position every year, but you know it still takes a lot to win these races. You you have to have things go your way, and it don't matter how fast you are, you still have to have a certain amount of luck on your side to to win these races. Oh, and there's a ton of talent in four ten sprint car racing. A ton of talent. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's not like but you're racing I mean, against a bunch of slouches. No, tell so, I me mean, it's it's just. I mean, they're all specially more to me. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I can't, you know, each one, certain ones hold mean a little bit more diff- to me, but, but different reasons. So, you know, <clears throat> so they're each a little different. Can you, can you tell us where you got your first win and what year? Um, Hagerstown, um, 86, 1986. The year before I, I was born. 86. Really? I can't Christ, I, w- I was yeah. a teenager. I was not. I wasn't born yet. Yeah, my question for wow, Lance, <laughs> Lance is getting past our bedtime, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least Hagerstown. That's my home state. Oh yeah. All right. Well, we have a tough question. We most we ask most of our guests. Okay. Who who is on your Mount Rushmore of racing. It could be any class of cars, any driver, any driver living or dead. Who is on Lance Deweese's Mount Rushmore of racing? Well, I mean, for me, now, I never followed sprint car racing until I started racing sprint cars. I wasn't one of those people that followed dirt track racing before that, to say. But for me, being in sprint car racing, it would be Steve Kinzer. Oh, yeah. It would be Doug Wolfgang. And one reason Doug is I feel like I'm a lot like Doug Wolfgang driving style. And when I first started, he was driving for Weikert. So okay. I used to buy a lot of used parts from him. So, um, and of course, Sammy's in that mix. Okay. And that's kind of like, I'm not a big, you know, I mean, I'm just not a big person on, you know, this person, this person. Wow. Okay. You know I mean, Okay. Yeah. The the flip side of that is I race against those guys too. That's so. true. That's, yeah, that's true too. I mean, but it's it like be. I said, I mean, there's there's so many. I mean, there is so many great race car drivers in our area. It's just you, you race around. I mean, I raced yeah. against Billy Pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who who will go down as one of the best modified racers ever? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I watched Brett Hearn race. You know, I when we ran the shows with the modifieds, I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah, you know, I physically got to watch some of the best racers. I mean, 
Fred Raymer by far is one of the best racers ever drive a sprint car. You've raced against Steve Kinzer and then beaten Steve Kinzer, so yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, you could pick a NASCAR I guy, I guess. Race <laughs> a whole lot. The person I probably didn't race a whole lot against was Doug Wolfgang because um, I can't remember what year he got burned, but he kind of was on the backside and then got hurt and didn't race a whole lot after that. So right. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I race against you know what most people consider the best sprint car driver ever, Steve. Yeah. I race against. Well, Kyle I Larson. consider one of the best. Yeah, I'm racing against Cal. Um, I'm racing against, you know, who I consider one, you know, I put him, you know, right there close to Steve is Fred Raymer. I mean, I put him as far as the best restarter in the game. I There was nobody better than Fred at uh, restarts. And, you know, I mean, and so, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to race against the, what, what I would consider some of the best racers ever strapped in a race car. Especially when it comes to sprint car racing. Yeah, it's and, crazy. You know, I'm asking a Hall of Famer to answer this question, and it's like, well, I've yeah. beaten all those guys, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you I guys, mean, it's just, you guys it's just pick neat. Up yeah, I mean, but it's just neat. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not all caught up in, you know, okay. yeah, I mean, stuff, you know, like I could understand, like, maybe Larson, if you ask Larson that, that question, he'd say Earnhardt Jr., I mean, Earnhardt Sr. or something, because it's a different era, but. Yeah, most of the people that are top game in the sprint car, I've raced against, and I enjoyed racing against them. So, I mean, it, it's, it's it was just always neat to you know go race against Steve or you know Sammy or Doug or you know it was just a neat deal. So, um, yeah, I I mean the top three would be Doug, Sammy, Steve, and Fred would be really close. That's a hell of a list. That's a hell of a Mount Rushmore right there. Like, wow. And you've raced against all of them, and that's – how cool is that? Like, when it's all that's said and me. done, how cool is that for you? Like, you're in the Hall of Fame. Your your car owner's in the Hall of Fame. I think Davey's in the Hall of Fame, too. So that's all Hall of Fame. You've raced, raced against all Hall of Fame. Uh, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It, it's just so <clears> – <throat> it's so real. Like – I go back to the Grove all-time win list. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Steve Kinsler's at right now on that list, but I think he has 36 career wins at the Grove. I think he's in the top 10 on the all-time win list at the Williams Grove. Crazy. Now think about that. And he's not even a weekly racer there. That's insane. No. Yes. That's and insane. some of that is because they would come in and win all six shows that they race. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean... That's what I mean. Um, Lynn Paxson. Yeah. Lynn Paxson, I yeah. never raced against him. I watched him hot lap a, a backup car of Al Hamilton's when Keith Coffin was driving for Al Hamilton. I watched him hop in one twice and hot lapped it. And both times I was blown away by it. He, he was just, I mean, he was so fast in it. And, you know, there's a guy that kind of had a very short career. You know what I mean? Um, I honestly yeah. think, you know, if he raced as long as I've raced or Fred or us other guys, he would have put numbers up that I, me or Fred or nobody would have touched. Yeah. He just, uh, when I watched him, he was that impressive to me. You know I mean, and he was already out of the car for, I don't know, I forget how many years, you know what I mean? And he, he just blew me away. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, people talk about the best. It's, it's so hard. To oh, yeah. down to one person. Because you get different yeah. errors. You get yep. different, you know, yep. 
you know, it's an argument. It's never going to be won. No, I mean, because you know, people could argue. Well, Steve Kinzer was only the best because Carl Kinzer. Okay. Yeah, but he still did it when Carl but, left, though. <laughs> so yeah, he still won when Carl left. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that's for me. It's it's just you can't compare errors and you can't compare winners. They all win because they all are winners for one thing. You know, you know, it's you know, it's harder now to win than what was. 30 years ago, I can tell you that, or what it was 20 years ago. But that don't mean those guys were any less talented either. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just tough to compare stuff. It's fun to have debate with a bunch of people who know racing well. It's, it's fun to debate it, and to, you get to talk about racing, compare it, why you think, and all that. It's fun, though. Yeah, it is. It, it's really fun. But it, it just, it's, you know, people get so caught up into, you know, this guy or this guy or that guy, but that's also what makes our area so great because they're such diehard race fans. Yep. And like when the outlaws come in, you know they they want to beat the outlaws. They want us to beat the outlaws. So it's it's yep. neat that the area we live in is very um, strong fans, as you would say. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. um, but you know sometimes they get out of hand just like anybody else. Oh yeah. So uh, looking at the uh, Williams Grove all-time win list, Steve Kinzer is ninth. With thirty, with, with with thirty nine wins, thirty nine. Okay, was very close. That's so, that's that right there is pretty incredible. You're not, yeah, it is. I mean, and you didn't race there every Friday night. No, um, that's what I mean. Where's um, if you have it still up, where's Wolfgang at? Mm, he's probably farther down the list, but I say in the top mm. fifteen. I say uh, top. I say top fifteen. So your your Tusky, you have eight Tuscarora fifty wins. Is that correct? Yes. So that's basically so. Yeah. that's basically like your equivalent to Jeff Strunk's seventy uh, six er because he also has eight. It's like one of those races that you guys just seem to like always win. Yeah. Um. It's just a race that I've been very good at my whole career. Well, I, in general, all long distance races. I like the Grove National. That's why my my, not necessarily my wins, but my my record at the Grove National is pretty stout, and you know it's a forty lap race. It's a long race. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've just always been very good at long races. Now they have a fuel stop for that. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, they have one at halfway, and mm-hmm. um, you can't change tires. You can do anything, but you can't change tires. That's, That's how it's weird. been for number number of years. Now, see, I'm, I live in New York, so I come from modified country. Like, what, they're, yeah. they're stopping at 20 laps for fuel at a 40-lapper? What? <laughs> yeah, well, now, uh, we do that on, I mean, a regular show, you know, I mean, depends on, you know, we have so many total laps we can do under caution. Yes, yes. And once they get that to happen. that, a certain number, you know, once they get to a certain yeah, number, they yeah. have to stop. I saw and, that happen. Yep. I've seen that happen at the World of Outlaw show one year at Orange County. Like, just too many cautions came out and said, well, we're going to have to stop so these guys can fuel up. You want to see the rest of the yeah. show? Yeah. And realistically, the last thing you want to do as an organization is, to me, you're better off if you think you're going to get that number close and you have a caution semi, like, before halfway. Uh-huh. You're better off doing the red then. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because... The last thing you want to do is get to five go and, and 
and say, shit, we need to stop this race. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For for fuel stop. You know what I mean? Right. That'd be crazy. That'd be a lot of pissed off drivers. I mean, yeah. Well, it just, <laughs> it just ruins the flow of everything at that stage. Yep. Yeah, and then you're going to single file restart because you're within five laps to go and just screws everything yeah. up. Well, I just always think, like, I always think, like, Knoxville, since they went to 50 laps, how they do it is they do it anywhere from lap 20 to 25. If they have okay. a caution, they'll definitely stop at lap 25. Right. But if they would happen to have a caution on lap 20, that would be a fuel burn. That would be your fuel stop then. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Um, which, to me, that's kind of – I think you, you make the longer run at the end. Which yeah. Tend to be better racing. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, get everybody back going again and all. You know, you you have a five lap shootout at the end. It's over. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um, look at this Williams Grove list. <clears throat> Doug Wolfgang is in twenty sixth. Oh, I wasn't even close with uh, twenty twenty wins. Yeah, but still. Okay. Well, most of those wins come with him in the Liker car, probably. So. Waiting for you, Mike. And the, the, the highest active driver on the list, other than yourself leading, would be uh, Danny Dietrich. Yep. Yeah. 28 career wins there. Yeah. 28. Now, th- he's, a no- he's a regular there? <clears throat> yeah. 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 All right. Let's put it this for perspective. Regular runner there at 28 wins. Active, right? Steve Kendrick's yeah. been retired, has 11 more wins than him, and never ran as a, as a home track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but no, I'm not saying time? nothing bad about Danny. No. Danny's a hell of a driver. I'm just saying to kind of. But I can tell you this much. Five wins a year at Williams Grove is doing something. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree. What Steve would come in and have six. Sometimes he was leading feature winner in a year. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And they yeah. used to do, um, years ago, it probably would have been when Wolfgang was in the Riker car, I think. They did their points by money earned. Oh, okay. 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 Well, there was years that guys that only ran like three quarters of races were all but going to win the title. <laughs> I um, oh, I think no. they changed it after the year that Wolfgang was in Riker's car because he won, I forget how many races there, and even though he missed all these other races because he's outrun all the big stuff, he was all but going to win the title. You know what I mean? <laughs> or very close to doing it. So you're on the Williams Grove website. When did they start? When did they open oh, yeah. up? Yeah, um, it's Well, this says it says they don't know. Ask the last well, two weeks twice. It says sprint, sprint winless, 1939 to present. Okay. All right, so we'll go oh, with 1939 then. Well, it might be before that because, it, well, do they call it the buggies? Because they had what they called buggies, I think, initially before sprint cars were ever a thing. But they, they might combine that on the list. Uh, This is, no, nah, this just says sprint cars. Okay. So we'll, it, we'll, we'll just includes, say 39. It includes um, it includes URC sprints for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but yeah, you are, I yeah. thought URC right, so, started in 1948. Yeah, so 
So we definitely know they raced in '39. So how many years is that? A lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> almost almost a hundred. Almost a hundred. Very. Sixty-one <laughs> and twenty-three. Sixty-one <laughs> and twenty-three. And this 84. guy's a plumber, and he works with numbers. Can you believe that? Eighty-four years. Yeah, eighty-four. Yeah. See if my math time. is correct. Your your math is correct. I just your math is correct, okay. Lance. Um, I didn't think up. it was that long. I can tell you, what, I didn't think they raced that long. <laughs> but yeah, eighty-four. Wow. Other 84 other. Years. Other notable drivers, pretty with a lot of wins there. Uh, Donnie Schatz has 21 wins at the track. Yeah. Uh, Darren Pittman has 17. Sammy Swindell, oh, like 16. Billy Pouch, 15 career wins. Okay. See, no, uh, another great racer that didn't race a whole lot there. <laughs> yeah, Van May, 15 wins. Um, who else? Uh, Bobby That's Allen a- had 36 wins. That's Scruffy, right? Bobby Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Now he he actually raced probably a good bit more than what people realize there. So All right, so yeah. there you go, Mike. You you go to the historic Williams Grove. Yeah, I need to go. Go see Lance race, get his it's schedule. Just, it's just we'll, we'll just sucks race. to it just sucks they race on Friday nights by the time I get off work and travel an hour and a half to the track and stuff. I'll just have to call out of work. Yeah, there, what do you think? He could take a half day, right, Lance? Is that that's all right with you? Yeah, yeah, Lance. But, Lance you tell him Hall I mean, of Fame Lance. said you could take a half a day of work to go watch him race. I mean, let's be real. Is if you're taking half day, you might as well take the full day. Yeah, might as you're, well. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And that the Dell's responding to Mike. You could take as many days off and watch Lance race all you right because you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that half day, I'm not, I'm already thinking about racing anyway. So you're not getting much, yeah, much really, production yeah. that. Anyway, yeah, the really works on Fridays. You see, I always tell everybody you really get in your most production Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's it. Friday rolls around, we're screwing around. It's Friday. Yeah, nobody wants to work on Friday. No, everybody's waiting on the weekend. Yeah, Monday, Monday you're recouping from the weekend, so you really you're just not in the mood for it. And then you get kind of get going Tuesday, Wednesday. By Thursday, you're at full capacity. Then you know it's Friday, it's kick down time. Yeah, there's not much to look forward to with the weekends right now, though, because I feel like it rains every weekend now that racing started. Yeah, that's, that's, that's part of it. It always goes in cycles. Yeah, it does. It yeah, does, you're right. It, and then you'll go... A dry summer with no rain. Yeah, where guys are like, man, I wish we had a rain out so we have a week off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lance. Well, we appreciate you uh, taking some time out and, and talking with us. We've definitely enjoyed it. Uh, before we let you go, is there anybody you'd like to thank? No, um, I mean, I thank my team and everybody involved in, you know, they worked their butts off and, you know, Davey gets a lot of the credit, but man, Donald, Donald's a very smart guy and very, works very hard at it. You know, he, he, he puts his heart and soul into this race car and race team. So, um, yeah, he, he's, he's a lot more important than what people might realize, but yeah, I just, I just enjoy racing with them and it's just been a lot of fun and, we're going to ride her as long as we can ride her. All right. Well, like I said, we appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, and we wish you the best of luck uh, going forward the rest of the season. Number nine this right, year, thanks, Lance. Guys. Number nine. Tusky, right. Tusky win number nine. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, All right. See you. Right. Bye. See you. Bye. Hall of Famer, Lance DeWeese. And we'll come up with our comments after these words from our sponsor. 
Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right. Uh, whoo, whoo, whoo. Nice guy. Very nice yeah. guy. Very smart man. Yeah. Uh, Class very, act. That's yeah. cool, dude. That's like, I think, our eighth or ninth Hall of Fame driver we've interviewed. Well, no, how cool is that? Think how about cool how many, is that? Think about how many drivers we've interviewed that will end up being Hall of Famers. Oh, oh, we, could, oh, we can name him now. Well, fine. definitely Matt. Definitely Matt Shepard. Oh, well, duh. he's he's already got a foot in the he's got his foot in the door. Williamson. Williamson, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think Mike Guller will. Oh uh, yeah, Jeff Strunk. Wit and Dwayne Howard. Those two Dwayne. are definitely going it. Uh, well, uh, I'd say we only have like a handful. That kind of sucks. Billy Decker just got in, didn't he? Yeah, he got in. Yeah, he's in now. Yeah. Last year, yeah, yeah, no, there'll be some other guys that we've interviewed that. Like, yeah, in like Hall who? What, like who? Uh, Billy Potts Jr. probably end up in there. Yeah, Pops, yeah, for his first, yeah, definitely. Uh, possibly Rocky Warner. See what he does for the rest of his career. I mean, the guy could run up there. Got a little late start and modifies. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe Justin uh, Harris. Maybe, possibly. Uh, Jesus Christ. You I, I think about. You have to I, think I, about all those drivers. It, it was there. It was got Mike Mahaney. Mike Mahaney, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Go down. Go down, yeah. And there's a lot that could that possibly. I mean, and Alex Jankowski, that kid's only 18. We're going to have yeah. another next week's guest. We'll see. He's only 18. That kid's starting to turn heads. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's. I mean, honestly, any of them could end up. Yeah. You know, in in the Hall of Fame. So. Perego, Perego, Perego. Yeah. Um, shit. Jordan Poirier. Poirier. Sprint, some kind of sprint car. Yeah, definitely. Us. Well, we might go. You don't know. Yeah, we may go. The Broadcasting Hall of Fame. That's probably one of the worst podcasts ever. <laughs> like we'll be in the Hall of Shame, not the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take anything. So, Mike and I decided to do a very, like, I mean, real small sponsorship on a quarter midget. Or midgets, or whatever. Uh, it's called Team Shenanigans. I think Sean Gore, Mike's brother, is ahead of it. And there's there's some young kids on there, Mike. Like, nice. And uh, we're a part of it. We have Charlotte Gore, age 12. Declan Doyle, he's 10. Matthew Herman, eight, and uh, Tristan McGuire, eight, six. That's team shenanigan. And we'll probably do some updates throughout the season and stuff like that. So, so that's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Team Glad, to be a part of Glad to be a part of it. I mean, it's so small, you probably won't even notice that we're on it. The only reason you would know because you heard it on our show. But, that's uh, it. Not, nonetheless, we're still there. That's right. Yeah. I mean, bring your binoculars. I suggest doing that. You got to start somewhere. That's right. I don't know why you picked us, but whatever. Um, there's a chance we may also end up on the NS3 street stock at Bridgeport. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Nicky! 
so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, wind up somewhere on Nick Sandone the third in his twenty uh, eighth season this year. <laughs> yeah, I got I got good, I got a good feeling about Nick this year. I had also, a good feeling about a couple of your dates that possibly were coming to the wedding, but you know. <laughs> I, uh, I was over the NS3 shop over the weekend, and the yep. uh, car looks Nick, good. Nick for, forgot how to start the car, but that's he'll work that out. <laughs> Before practice this weekend. Yeah, I hope. If there's, pra- if there's practice this weekend. Yeah, weather looks shitty again. Yeah, because it's Bridge, springtime. Bridge, Bridgeport's supposed to practice Friday, race Saturday, race Sunday. So it looks like uh, they're only racing Sunday. Maybe. Maybe depending on the because if the if the grounds are wet again like this past weekend, they'll cancel. Yep. Oh, big um, USAC news too. I think next month they are racing at Devil's Bowl Speedway in Texas, the first time in thirty eight years. Yeah, what's that, Mesquite, Texas? Is that where it's something at? like that? Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, that's I saw gonna, that. That's going to be pretty cool. USAC races this weekend. Yeah. They racing oh. the Berg. I think so. I'll have to look. But Ooh, <clears throat> I can't wait. That's a fr- oh, I know. I'm excited. Uh, Back to uh, Indiana. Yes. I say oh, drive for five, baby, this year. Super Dirt Cars already rained out for this weekend. I they saw were that. Race atomic, 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 yep. whatever it's pronounced. Ato- yeah, Atomic, Atomic, Potato, Potato, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the track out in Ohio. Yep, that got shit canned. What is the next... Uh, Oh, Orange County be the next short track Super Series race, correct? Yeah, a hard play open. Why not? Is, um, it was the first elite race. Uh, the Jake Marina Memorial of Delaware at Delaware mm. International will be on Flow Racing Fra- this, this Friday, Friday. Six, at 615. 8,500 to win. Yeah. So, nothing else going on? I think it's going to pull a good car count. I really I, do. Because Dale's running that now. Oh, yeah. He's promoting that down there. Uh, no, Mike. No, I see no USAC on the schedule, but for this weekend. I thought they were racing this weekend. I didn't see them. I got Port Royal, Lincoln, and uh, the Delaware race that I, that I particularly care about. Oh, dude, I know. I know USAC's racing this weekend. Midgets? Yeah, but midgets should be televised. Oh. Gosh, darn it. I'm pretty sure the AMS Oil National Series. That would that would be those guys. Yeah. Yeah, April first. Where? Lawrenceburg. I didn't see that on Flow. It's on it's on USAC's website. April first. That's April Fool's Day. Hey, maybe it's a joke. <laughs> uh, I already had jokes on you, assholes. Kind of like our show. <laughs> uh, yeah, take the Brady Bacon showdown. Yeah. I don't see it. And it says right on there, watch live on flow on their website. I don't, I don't see it. But it's well, only Tuesday. They could pop up later, too. That's true. Oh, we'll see. That's what I'll be watching. I'll be watching um, probably the Delaware race, and like you, I'll be watching the USAC yeah, I'll watch, sprints. Oh, yeah, I'll watch the Delaware race Friday night, and then I'll watch the USAC race Saturday night. That's a good um, weekend. <laughs> when's the next time the All-Stars race? Oh, I just, I uh, this weekend? I don't watch the World Outlaws because I don't have dirt vision. 
Yeah, I'm not getting to Rich. I'll watch, I'll watch the, the Stewart guys. So I yeah, because I'm a Sunshine fan. It's cool to see Courtney yeah. race. I like the All-Stars. So yeah. I must say I downloaded that uh, Dirt Draft app. Hmm. It's 60 bucks for the year. And it's like fantasy racing. They give you, basically, you pick five drivers each race. And Out each, of what class? Each, uh, well, the, well, it depends on what's on there. Like, Short Track Super Series is on there. USAC's on there. World Outlaws. Uh, All-Stars is on there. And everyone has a championship. So, like, right now, you or, uh, yeah, right now, World of Outlaws has ran three races. I've entered in all three races. You pick five drivers per race. And each driver has a dollar amount associated with their name, and they give you a hundred grand to spend. Okay. So like, so so it's like you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't go in and pick all the top drivers because yeah, you yeah, make all right, yeah, 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 yeah. So the so world outlaws, money. yeah, the world outlaws, I'm struggling with. I think out of fifteen hundred people, I'm ranked like a thousand. Yeah, but still, that's yeah. But the short track super series, out of seven hundred people, I'm ranked twelfth. All right, we got five. All right, all right, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the oh no, that's the American Sprint Car Series. And you win, you win like free tickets to races and stuff like that. Sounds like fun. Like yeah, like shirt. Actually, my shirt should be here soon. I got a free shirt for signing up. Do they do a USAC? Do the USAC race? If they, they do, if I, actually, actually, the shirt. When you get the shirt, the promo I got. Uh, you got the, you got a free shirt, and you got to pick which one you wanted. You could pick. Uh, I don't know. I picked the USAC shirt. There you go. Yeah. So that sounds like a lot of fun. It's uh, it's it's pretty cool. And you can do yearly or monthly. Monthly, I think, is like six bucks a month. I just did the yearly. Yeah, well, you can pick you can pick so, as many races as you want, correct? Yeah, but if you don't pick every race, you'll never end up winning the championship. All right. Oh, so you, so you get, get points based on okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you get points based on how your drivers finish. That's a lot to like, hmm. And you got a certain it's, amount, it's, you got a budget. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Oh, yeah. It's NASCAR so did something like that years ago. You're like, you're given like a certain amount of million. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick like all these guys. Like, yeah, no, you're not because each team is, has a money value yeah. on it. So you're like, exactly. oh, I'll pick Dale Earnhardt five times. Like, yeah, no. Right. Right. I think but, like the one World Outlaw race, two of the guys I picked didn't even qualify. I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick, yeah, you got to pick up a couple. I guess not so money inclined teams like just to exactly. Kinda... Yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of these guys, some of these guys will sit there like, like betting a horse out a certain race, like really research oh, yeah, out yeah, the yeah. horse. Like these guys do with the teams. All right, at this track, yeah. this race, and like last year, and this what this guy is at. It's like holy shit. You have to lock in. I think it's you have to lock your picks in before the heat races start. So like, um, I try to follow qualifying and see who's fast in qualifying and base my picks off of that, especially World Outlaws, because they start heads up from qualifying. So yep. chances yep. are if a guy qualifies quick, he's probably going to finish. I mean, he's going to start pretty good in the future. So um, That sounds pretty – that sounds cool. The modifieds obviously was tougher. Um, tougher to pick. Yeah, but I, was, but I was better at it because I'm more – yeah, so more, it's, your, it's what we like in, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, more into, I follow them a lot more than like I know you're picking Shepard, and then all right, so uh-huh. no, I didn't pick Shepard because he's such a high dollar team. 
If I picked Shepard, I I would have to pick a lot more, let's say, mediocre teams. Yeah, yeah, so I left Shepard off because he was was the highest dollar amount driver. Yeah, so you can go five solid drivers and get, like, your average finish out of that, which would be better than, say, Matt Shepard and I had to pick, like, like a weekly guy, let's say, who doesn't run the series all the time. Maybe did I pick Matt Shepard? I think I can pull it because they've only had one race for the modifieds because it's short track super series. Mm-hmm. So like that's so the next one would be Orange County. Well, I could tell I you could... to pick on that. Yeah, Matt Shepard, he's defending winner track that's champion. Prego. Yeah, but they're two top fucking. Well, if you go, you'll be right there. You can do your picks that, that day. Seriously. Uh, let me see if everyone can pull it up. Yeah, here we go. Uh, oh, I did pick Matt Shepard. Huh. Well, there you go. That's probably why. He finished eighth. Three, I, so three of all five of my drivers finished in the top fifteen. That's pretty good. Yeah, I picked Matt Shepard, who finished eighth. I picked Matt Stangle, who finished third. Uh, Mike Guler, who finished twelfth. Preachin, who finished eleventh, and Jeff Strunk finished sixth. So, pretty solid. Yeah, you picked some solid I had, guys. Anyway. I had, I had Maresco on there. Oh, fuck. and I and I and I took him off because he was a high dollar driver, and so I had a really bad driver that I had to pick. Uh-huh. Because I had because I had Mareska, so I tried to swap it out to kind of balance it out. So you're gonna have to pick a high guy because well, you got. I mean, dude, one well, and how and obviously I'm a Matt Shepard fan, right? But how in something like this, how do you not pick him? Especially because, at Orange County, it's him or Perigo, exactly, or, exactly, or even uh, if Friesen's there, even him. Exactly. Yeah. And those I mean, all three. You can't have all three of them if you had all three of them. Yeah, you can unless you're like. But then, like, say Decker shows up. Decker's done good things there. Like it. Dude, there's so many. That's the thing about Orange County. There's so many drivers you can pick. go down. You can pick go down there. Go down runs good. Yeah, Brock, Yeah, he's got Wink Gooler. Gooler's very consistent Gooler. there too. Gooler, yeah. yeah. Runs there full time now. So, um, dude, there's so many drivers at Orange County you could pick. The the thing is, you got to find essentially the diamond in the rough. You got to find that low budget guy or that low dollar guy on the app. I can tell get, you. That's going to get tell a good. You the local guys. I could tell Matt you that. Matt Williamson. You could pick Matt Williamson. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's done awesome things there. So yeah. Yeah, there's so many guys that you could pick. And I, I could pick uh, a weekly guy like Danny Creeden. Or uh, I would probably pick like uh, Dylan Sawyer. Dylan, Dylan, or you could have Dylan and Danny. That's. <laughs> yeah. There'll probably be two low dollar guys that are on but, there. But our top notch, like top but drivers, top, like yeah, very good drivers, drivers yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so tough, that could be tough. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, any of our listeners play the uh, the dirt draft? Let us, let us know. Give us your feedback on it. What you think of it? I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. It's, Leave it's, us a message. Make a post. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's definitely fun. I enjoy it. So, and, I, and then you, you should know. talk to Roger because Roger's a big sprint car guy too. Oh, is he? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he is. A, that, he yeah, grew he up big, on it. Yeah. Like, you can pick uh, Super Dirt Car Series on here, so you can pick that. But there's stuff, like, uh, down south, too. Uh, like, the like modified Swing. Down south. 
Well, no, just like the uh, whatever modified the run down south, the B mods, the A mod, whatever the hell they call them. Uh, World Outlaw Late Models is on here. The Outlaw Extreme Outlaw Midget Series, yeah, USAC, no. USAC yeah. uh, Sprint Cars just, is on here. Yeah, there's so many do, different. Let's move you to a USAC one. All right. Well, we'll do the one in Lawrenceburg this weekend. All right. I, yeah. All right. Yeah. Kyle Cummins. Uh, yeah, because he, well, he's good, but he he's the one that swept uh, Kokomo, right? He's a Kokomo guy, yeah. But now he's yeah, on yeah. the now he's on the tour full time this year, and I think he's gonna come out. He's gonna he's gonna make some noise. Yeah. See what he's worth. See what he's worth, because of course we'd want to go. Hey, let's go with Justin Grant. Let's go Bacon. CJ Leary. Leary looked yeah. good. Kofoid's not running the tour this year. He's running World Outlaws, I believe. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah, there's. Yeah, we'll have to look. This it, that's got that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be fun though. KTJ, KTJ's backup regular too. So let's see what his uh, team's worth. Yeah, I mean, it's, guy, uh, so I think yeah. a lot. It's gonna be fun. It's, it oh, definitely yeah. makes it definitely makes you think. It makes you focus on. Not that I don't focus on the racing, but it makes you really watch it more because you got something in it. You know what I mean? Like, about, I need this guy to do good. After what Lance said about how you drive through lap traffic, I'm going to pay more attention to that now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, more was like, like, what do you think? And he's like, it's like you're, you're thinking a lap or two ahead. Like, that was pretty cool. My thing is I'd be so impatient with people. Yeah, like, like get the hell out the way. Well, well, Lance, and, Lance is pretty laid back, and he, he just told you if you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna race me a little hard. I have, I have road rage to begin with. I yeah, imagine. so like, oh god, <laughs> I can't race anywhere anymore. Why well, I got kicked out of every track because like, what use a directional left lane driver? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's crazy. So, so yeah, we'll uh, Brian and I are gonna do the draft. Dirt draft for the USAC race on uh, Saturday. We'll let you know how we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll let, yeah, we'll let you know how we do. We'll, uh, maybe we'll make a post about dirt draft. Yeah, why not? Else. Have fun. Let everybody have fun with it. We like Chief getting you guys involved. See if anybody else does it and uh, go from there. So I think that's about all we got. Yep. Next week, we have the young gun, Alex Payne, on. And we'll recap whatever racing doesn't get rained out this weekend. Yeah, that's hey, we'll try. Yeah, because we have nothing to recap really lately. No, no. I mean, Lincoln ran. Yeah, I totally There's forgot. But flip fest. Yeah. So five, five, five flips before they got the first lap in. Woo! Yeah, end up going to a single file restart to start the race. Mm-hmm. I think I, I ended up watching that race. It was all right. I forgot. It was it was a heavy track, fast, packy. Oh, yeah, a lot of rain again. Yeah, get that in a sprint car race and boring. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that so. track is fun. To, when that thing is raining good, that that track is pretty fun to watch a race. Yeah, it is. What was that three eighths mile? Yep, yep. So, all right, kids. Until next week. I'm Michael Clark Griswold with the mouth Brian Hustlinger, and you have been Black Flag. Shut the f- up.